Welcome to the Hold My Juice Box podcast, where we talk about motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm Christina Zimmerman, a top producing real estate agent, business owner, coach, and mom of two great boys. This podcast is for all the women out there navigating through motherhood and building big businesses. My goal is for this to inspire, motivate, and encourage you as we go from surviving to thriving in motherhood and business. Hey, mamas, thank you for taking the time to listen today. Today, we're going to talk about success. And that is a very broad topic, but we're going to break it down into the difference between successful people and not successful people and what they do differently and why that works. So when we look at successful people, obviously from a distance, what we see is someone living it up, having an amazing life, doing all the things that we wish we could do and just doing it all right. And a lot of times what people don't see, and actually most of the time what people don't see is the work it took to get there. And obviously we know that they had to work hard to get there in most cases. We don't really think about that. We just look at where they are now and we know that depending on our profession and what our goals are, that someday we want to be at that level, right? And because we don't see the work that went into getting to that point, a lot of times we get frustrated because we just assume we should be there already. And if we're not, we don't take the time to figure out what we're not doing and what they were doing to get to that point. And I think one of the biggest shortcomings with that is not realizing that the sheer amount of time it takes to get to that point. So for example, the book Believe It by Jamie Kern Lima is a great book. It's about how she took her cosmetics dream and her um, very small business into, I believe, one of the biggest sales in the cosmetics industry to date. And if you read the book, you just assume it's going to be the story of how she just got lucky and was in the right places at the right time. And it all just worked out for her to get to that level. But if you actually read the book, I would say at least 50% of it, if not more, is about the struggles and how hard she had to work to get to this level that she's at now. And that it was no small feat. It was very, very difficult. And she had to work 24-7 around the clock and never give up even after numerous setbacks, very large setbacks that would defeat a lot of people. She had to keep pushing through that. And when you listen to that story, it's very heavy when you hear how hard it was for her to get to the point she is now. So I highly recommend the book. I think it's a great read. I think it's very inspiring. I think it's a very good example of the grit it takes to get to a certain level. So as moms, obviously we have a lot going on. We have a lot on our plates and we need to look at the different seasons in our lives. So If we have toddlers or infants at home, either we're going to need some help and some backup so we can get our businesses off the ground into the level we want, or 
we're going to step back and focus on our kids for that season and then focus on our businesses a little bit more when the kids are older. There's so many different ways of doing it and no way is the right way. The right way is whatever way works best for you, what fits for you and gives you a life that you can look back on and be happy with and say, I might not have sold as much as I wanted to in my business at that stage, but I really enjoyed those baby snuggles. Or I got the baby snuggles, but I also got to follow my dreams for my business. And I was able to do both because I did X, Y, Z. I leveraged out the laundry. I got some help at home with uh, the childcare. You know, so definitely keep that in mind as we go through this episode and just keeping things in perspective and what really works for you and what success looks like for you. So I think the first step in success is determining what that means to you. What goal are you striving for that will make you feel like you've achieved success? And it's not an ending point, you know, think of it in a broad term as far as a bunch of goals to get you to the point where you can look back and say, that was a successful career. That was a successful motherhood. But don't just make it one solid point because A, either you might not get there or B, you're not going to be happy until you get to that point. So definitely break it down and make it manageable. But going back to successful people versus the people who are just striving constantly and never reaching that other level. It really comes down to implementers, the people who actually do what needs to be done to be successful. When you look at very successful business owners, just like Jamie in Believe It, it took a lot of work to get there. And a lot of times that work is not fun. It's not exciting work. So you have to be able to look at your your business and figure out what's the one or two things that you need to do that are your money-making activities, no matter what your business is. For real estate, obviously, it's lead generation. That needs to be done on a daily basis. Is that always fun? Not necessarily. Do you want to sit in an office and make calls and talk to strangers all day long? Not necessarily. That's not easy. But that's what gets you those appointments and that's what gets you to that next level of success. So look at the people who have done what you want to do before and find out what they really put into it before they got successful. Where did they get the business? Where did they find the leads? And how did they do it? And then break it down and get comfortable with those mundane, sometimes repetitive things. Because once you start really digging into those things that aren't as fun as you would think, you start getting those appointments, you start getting those sales, your business starts growing. And then You get to go meet with those people that give you the passion you have for your business. For example, in real estate, you call and you call and you call and it's it's not easy. Sometimes you have to force yourself to do it and to make those conversations, those connections with people, to network. But then once you start meeting these families and these young people who are buying their first homes or these older people who need to downsize into the next chapter of their life and you get to get to really know these people and work with them, the calling and mundane part of running the business isn't so bad because you see what's on the other side of that and the 
benefits of doing that on a daily basis and you fall in love with it no matter what your business is. You know, there's always going to be things about it that aren't fun. And I think when we talk about business owners and entrepreneurship, it sounds exciting and it sounds like it would be different every day. But if you really look at the successful people, it's kind of the same every day. And it's a lot of putting in a lot of effort in the not so fun things to get to the funner side of the business. So I think the real difference between successful and not successful people is implementing. So finding those things that really grow your business and hunkering down and doing them, putting in the effort. You can't start a business and I, well, I mean, you could start a business and work part-time. You don't have to work nine to five. You can work in the evenings. You can work around the baby's sleep schedule and still be very successful but you're not going to get there without putting in the effort. So, you know, my first year of real estate, I was working around the clock 24-7 from the second I woke up until about 10 or 11 o'clock at night. It was exhausting and it was not fun. I mean, it was definitely fun working with the families, but it was very stressful, very exhausting, very difficult. But after that first year, I started getting referrals from past clients and repeat business from past clients. So then all of that work that I was doing to bring in new business, I was also getting that support of repeat and past clients coming in that was just helping my business grow that much more. So I could start to see those results. And even though I was still working hard, all of a sudden it started to morph into more of a sustainable business and I was able to hire people and leverage things out and work at more of a a realistic schedule, something that I could maintain. But I definitely had to put in that really difficult legwork and long nights and I still do sometimes. It definitely doesn't stop, but it does turn into something more sustainable and enjoyable, but you do have to put in the work. So when you look at successful people, it's easy to just see the fun side of it and think, I could do that. I could jump right in. And that's probably why 60% of realtors quit in their first two years. From the outside, you know, my husband even says, your job looks like so much fun. You just go and talk to people and you go have lunches all day long. That's not at all what goes into this. Of course, that's the parts that we share on social media and that we talk about because that's the fun, exciting part of it. If I posted on social media, I made 67 calls today and I got told no by 15 people, no one's going to be interested. So of course, I'm not going to post the mundane, boring things. I'm going to share the exciting part of the business. So think about that. When you look at the, the business owners and entrepreneurs that you're following and aspiring to be like or implement what they're doing in your business, definitely don't forget to consider the amount of work behind the scenes that we can't see and be okay with putting that into your business to make it that much more successful. So be happy with the mundane. Find the joy in the repetitive have to do tasks that help your business grow. 
And then once your business is really starting to roll, you can get creative and you can have more fun with it. You can leverage out those parts that maybe aren't as fun. You know, in real estate, you can hire someone to make the calls for you or in any business, you can hire someone to do your books for you. So you're not having to do it if that's the part you don't like. Have someone maintain your social media for you if that's not your forte. There's so many ways to, as your business grows, set those goals. Like, you know, if I get to this point in my business with sales or with getting a storefront or whatever it is, then I'm going to hire this part out or I'm going to leverage this part out that I just don't like doing. And then you can focus more on the part that you do enjoy and keep that passion in your business instead of getting burnt out or just overwhelmed with all the things that go into running a business. So know that there is that part of it that's coming that you can get creative and enjoy more of the fun side because there are people who love doing the books, who love doing social media management or who love making calls. So definitely when you get to that point, hire it out to them if that's not your thing. So take the time to really hash out and look at the successful people in your industry and what they're doing and how they're doing it with children, you know, and that's what this podcast is for is to bring you other women who are doing this successfully to find out what they're doing on a real level and to hopefully use that in your business. So I know the past few episodes have been a lot of me just talking about business and I hope you've gotten some helpful tips out of those as well. But we do have some really exciting interviews coming up with some amazing business owning moms. So definitely stay tuned in because those are coming up really soon. And if you have a mom, business owner, entrepreneur, doesn't have to be a business owner per se. It can be a mom who's out there working for another company, but is just really being successful at it. If you think you have someone or you yourself that your story could inspire someone else or benefit someone else, definitely reach out to me on my website and we'll make sure that we reach out to those people to get them scheduled because The more we can share with people, the better to help you grow your business and make it that much better. So thanks for listening, ladies. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to click the subscribe button to make sure you're the first to know when new episodes are posted. You can also connect with me on Instagram at czim underscore realtor or visit my website at www.christinazimmerman.com. 